When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is an Ian special report. Now reporting. The very handsome Jewish man, Peter Rosenberg. Ian's at six. When the clock struck six, it meant one thing. Can I just say one thing, Don? Sure. Um, you're not done. It stands up, but it's Don. not. Now, from the ESPN New York News Desk, here's Rosenbaum or whatever that guy's name is. One of your show is number one. E-N-N, brought to you tonight by our friends over at Slowman's. So much to get into, but I'd like to start off by saying good evening to Don. God, the gas I would have after that. And good evening to myself. How would they not have enough to compete with that load? And to Baron Rocky. Yep. So how did you get on Yep. How uh, what? How did you get on Dog Watch? Oh, today we have a lot. We're there's a lot going on today because we're leaving town tomorrow. So, Dog Watch has been going great actually. But the problem is my parents also arrived during the show, which led to the explosion of animals. These animals are generally pretty quiet until someone appears in the hallway. And now because they're getting old and their sense isn't always exactly perfect, sometimes, Don, they think people are in the hallway and there is, in fact, no one in the hallway. I'd like to say good evening to Don again. I go to the Arby's there. <laughs> Thank you. God, the gas I would have after that. And to Stephen A. Guess what? I'm Stephen A. And I act the way that I act. <laughs> no debate now. Love that, man. It's hard. Well, not. guys, a lot of NBA to talk, and it's 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 happening fast and furious. It's happening. It's like the episode of The Office. Michael <laughs> Scott running out. A lot of stuff happening. We'll try to keep you, keep you up with everyone. Bobby Portis agrees to a four-year, $49 million deal to return to the Bucks. Um. Malik Monk signing a two-year, $19 million deal to join the Kings. P.J. Tucker joining Andrew in Philadelphia. Three-year, $33 million, fully guaranteed with the Sixers. Oladipo, one-year, $11 million, back to Miami. DeAndre Jordan has agreed to a deal with the Denver Nuggets. The Phoenix Suns and Devin Booker are finalizing a four-year, $214 million Supermax contract. So, uh... Maybe a future net. Or maybe not. (laughs) Or maybe a long-time Phoenix Sun. Yeah. Joker has agreed to a five-year, $264 million Supermax extension with the Nuggets. The richest deal in NBA history. The fifth season of this deal, 2027 
2028 will be a player option at $60 million. Oh. Holy crap. I think that's I think that's one, worth one that more I'm than the holy crap. Exercise. Okay. This is there's a lot happening. Let's go to earlier today. Brian Windhorse at at sea in space. His initial reaction to the KD trade demand. A couple of things right now that I just want to say in the in the instant wake of this news. Number one, it appears as if the Brooklyn Nets are going to honor the request and try to find a trade for Kevin Durant. And I will tell you that teams have been working on this for this contingency for the last few days. They will hit the ground running. It would not be surprised to me if it happens relatively soon. The second thing is, I believe this will also mean Kyrie Irving will potentially be on the trade market as well. I believe that they will probably trade both of them. Uh, how that can be worked out and how that all play out. Um, the Nets didn't want status quo. They're not going to have status quo. <laughs> no. And um, I think we're going to see a pretty significant sh- uh, power balance. Kevin Durant one of the top three or four players in the league. This will dramatically affect the balance of power in the NBA. It will dramatically affect how next season and the next few seasons will play out. Bradley Beal, five years, $251 million to stay with the Wizards. God, he's been around how long. Now he'll end up spending his whole career there. I really hope they're able to get something for him to play with because, my Lord. Now, if you didn't catch this little note to the Kevin Durant saga, Woj reporting a couple hours ago that KD made the trade request directly to Joe Sy. Mm. Yeah, no call to the great Sean Marks, who we love. Uh, Zach Lowe on NBA Today saying this is an epic failure for the Nets. Let's not sugarcoat this. This is an organizational catastrophe of epic proportions. Epic. You tore down your entire team, all the culture that you bragged about in every article, By which you would way. do 10 times out of 10 to get Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant. Then you traded at almost their request or approval all the picks you had to go get James Harden, and now you're left with Ben Simmons maybe looking around like, whoa, remember yeah. me, Ben Simmons? I haven't played in 14 months. Is anyone left on the team? Who's a, Who are you? Nice to meet you. It's an organizational catastrophe, the likes of which we've rarely have ever seen in the NBA and so you have to say if because you just don't know what the fallout's going to be I just feel bad that the Nets are now like the 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 yo-yos but Don when you think about it didn't they on some level they 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 you know they took a swing for the cheap easy in theory route to a championship right they they were building a culture with the players they had with Karis LeVert and Spencer Dinwiddie and Jared Allen and Kenny Atkinson, this was a team that was on the bill. They were going the right direction, Don. They had that series with Philadelphia. It was starting to feel like something was happening. Understandably, they were willing to risk it all, and uh, they came up snake eyes. I, I get it, and, and it's easy to look back at it now and say, see, they, they, they were morons. They should have just kept, you know, stayed the course. But part of the reason you stay the course is to hope upon hope that you can free up the cap space or attract big-name free agents, right? That's what the Knicks are trying to do. That's what every team's trying to do. That's what cap space is for, to go out and get players. So they get Kyrie and KD, and at the time, I don't think people were overly critical. Now, maybe going after Harden was too much. Maybe allowing them to choose the head coach was too much. But at that point, when – you decide to get into a relationship with two of the best players in basketball, 
how would it look if they didn't acquiesce to their demands? They did, and they still bailed on them. So I think it's easy after the fact to say it was a huge mistake, but at the time, Peter, just remembering this show, the only time we thought they were a bit excessive was getting hardened. Well, that one, that one from the jump to me was a bad idea. I, I, I thought that was just trying to, a little trying too hard, bro, and that one proved out very quickly. The other ones, you're right, hard, hard to really question it because most teams in the same situation would have done right. the exact same thing. And, and, and listen, the hardened thing might have been excessive, but that might be a pretty good exit strategy too because they still got Simmons, and if, if he can ever get his act together, he's a really good player. So it wasn't that devastating to the organization. And as, and as far as how he feels about the current situation, does anybody care? Let's hear from Tim Bontemps on just how big a deal this Durant trade demand is for the NBA. Kevin Durant oh, no. is one of the 10 or 12 best go, players Tim. in the history of basketball. He's signed for the next four years, and he's about to be traded to another team. There are very few moments in the NBA history of the NBA, frankly, that are bigger than this. When you talk about players of this magnitude, even at 34 years old, to be a player of this caliber, changing teams, it is a seismic moment in the league. To Brian's point about a change in the power balance, wherever Kevin Durant goes, he's not going to go to a team, in theory, that's completely devoid of assets once they trade for him. He's going to go to a team that's going to be able to contend for a championship. We spent all week talking about the Brooklyn Nets and where they're going to be in the East. What They get good players back. They can still be a pretty good team. But wherever Kevin Durant goes, they're going to be one of the three or four teams that has a chance to win the championship. And guys like this just are not traded very often. You know, Anthony, when Anthony Davis was traded a few years ago, that was a big deal. That's nothing compared to Kevin Durant being traded. All right, so do we have the right to be dubious for whoever – trades for him like this is going to be one of the biggest if not the biggest trade in NBA history do do we get to criticize whoever makes the deal are, are they taking a risk they're going to give up a ton of assets to get him how do we know two years from now he's not going to want out so is there any risk in that of course Don anything related to be honest with these dudes how can you say it's not a risk it's all it's all on the table. Now Brian Windhorse also said the Lakers have a package ready for KD and Kyrie. But it has been floated to me by executives that Don't that if it. they were be kept together, that that the Lakers would potentially have a package that you could trade for both of them. Let's go, but, Richard. But, but we don't. But we don't know. It's too. It's too fragile. It's too fragile because we just don't know where KD and Kyrie are if they're still interested in together. But it would take, after seeing what happened when they were together, almost no team, almost no team with options would do it. But the Lakers don't have options. So that's the only place I heard it was possible. But we don't have enough, we don't really have enough information to know. Do people want to see it happen? Was that Richard Jefferson getting that animated? Why is he so excited? Because it's exciting to think about a team that has both of them on it as if we just forgot five minutes ago the Nets had both guys. Well, and also, isn't Richard Jefferson sort of a net affiliate? I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, you know what? Let me just mind my business. No, um, I'm just – but it, it just – again, I feel like I'm being a net apologist, but I just feel like the Nets come across as the morons, and yet now everybody is going to sit there and praise – Whoever ends up getting both of these, if the Lakers end up getting Kyrie and 
uh, KD, it's going to be celebrated as how brilliant the Lakers are because they're the Lakers. But when the Nets screw up, it's all they don't know what they're doing. It's their fault they got in bed with those two guys. But meanwhile, there's a pot, everybody's all excited about the next destination they both might be in. Are we gonna are we gonna kill whatever t- if they decide to tra- trade them as a package deal? Is that team that does it gonna get praised, or are we gonna go? Oh, be careful! Oh, I don't know. I guess it'll depend on who does it. A friend of mine, my buddy G Spin, uh, who's a Celtics fan, also hit me up and sort of made a joke about, uh, you know, get Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart, and a pick. And get KD, I, I, and he was he was half joking, but I, I said I'm good. Honestly, I'm good, and I, I say it with all due respect, knowing that KD is on a different level than Jalen Brown or Marcus Smart. Mm-hmm. But in terms of the risk, if you're a team moving valuable pieces that have already proven to be good, I'm just using them as an example. But anywhere, I, even with KD, it makes me nervous. The whole thing's been just too unsure. It's going to end poorly. It's just a matter whether you can get that championship in the meantime. Last thing from Ryan Windhorst, he says Durant's contract in this trade makes it even a bigger deal. Because he's got four years on his contract, his value is extraordinary. Because most players, star players who force trades only have a year or two. So trading for him is trading for the rest of his prime. Um, The other thing I'm going to say is that the Nets owe... The, 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 the Rockets have control of the next four Nets drafts. Okay. They either have the picks themselves or swap rights. It does not behoove the Nets to tank. Right. To go all the way down because they don't control their draft. So when the Nets are looking for this trade here, as you think about teams that they can go to, they're going to want, you know, in the interim snap here, my, my opinion, talking to people around the league, they're going to want players that can help them continue to be a competitive team Once. now. Let's go back over to uh, Woj's Twitter page. Mm. See if anything exciting has happened in the last five minutes. Um, free agent guard Lou Dort has agreed to a five-year, $87.5 million deal with the OKC Thunder. You may remember him from his 80s golf series, Dort on Golf. I was going to say... If you ask me what are the chances are you made that name up, I would say, yeah, it's a good chance. Uh, Andrew, how good is Lou Dort? <sighs> He's okay. He he had a good bubble in the, the postseason a couple years ago. Um, so he's all right. Got himself like $16, 17000000 million a year. That's, a, that's all I eat money. Let's see, let's see. Don, are you excited about uh, Amir Coffey signing a three-year $11 million deal? Oh, I like coffee. At Dunkin' Donuts, not in your house. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Now, this is uh, very interesting. 
I, we somehow think about the sports day we had that this never came up on a sports talk radio show. Sources are saying that USC and UCLA are trying to move from the Pac-12 to the Big Ten. Which, by the way, Don, if that happens, I, I, I'm good with just completely canceling the conferences altogether. Oh, because it's 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 silly. It's it's jabroni pumpleduck. It's I mean, not. How do you have jabroni pumpleduck? The Pac-12 doesn't have USC and UCLA in it. And now, the Big listen, Ten does. And how many teams would there be in the Big Ten now? Thirty. <laughs> Let's be real. You know, you know what we should do, Don. The Big Ten should become the Northern Conference. The SEC should be the Southern Conference. Within each of those conferences, you have four or five divisions, like the NFL, and you start over again. This thing's in the word in the words of Don LaGreca. College conferences are a joke. It's Tonka truck. I mean, it, whatever. But they want to put super conferences together. I get it. But it kind of just gets away from Well, Aaron, how do you even keep the Pac-12 going without USC and UCLA? It's a, that's a lot of pressure on Oregon. Oh, a ton. <laughs> you know, I, Stanford. I, I, I Washington. guess, listen, it all doesn't matter because it used to be, well, Pac-10 teams, they would play to go to the Rose Bowl, right? And uh, But it doesn't matter anymore because none of those bowls matter because they're all just part of, like, the playoff. It's just, it's all just, it really, it's, you talk, it's not even remotely close to the way it was. And I guess that's the way they want it. Back to basketball, Knicks fans. Stephen A. doesn't sound super excited about it. But... Oh, you think? Bing bong! Stephen yeah, A. was great today. Stephen A. brought the heat. He brought the ruckus, and he brought Guess a what? bucket. I'm Stephen A. And I act the way that I act. And he brought a bucket of cold water and tossed it all over Knicks fans. Jalen Brunson expected to get offered four years at least $100 million. May land around $110 million. That is expected to happen shortly. But Stephen A. on with us earlier just doesn't sound like he's thrilled doesn't Not think it's enough at all and he made some very compelling points on why he feels the way that he does I mean first of all we talked about it it's not necessarily a needle mover and look how they had to go at you know getting him and his his dad coaching the team it's we, weird it, yeah. it's it's it, it, it's weird you know, because we're talking about the way the Nets bent over backwards for their two players, and this is what the Knicks are doing for not quite the same. Now, Don, I have a, a follow-up to one of the big stories we've been following all week on ENM. Talk to me. And that's about Freddie Freeman and the agent saga. Yes. So it started a week ago with the audio of Freddie Freeman just absolutely, or, or Monday, whatever it was, absolutely weeping when he went back to Atlanta. I think it was Friday, right? Because they were playing, was that a weekend series with the Dodgers, Andrew? Yeah, it was last I Friday, it was right? a week ago, yeah. Yeah. So last Friday we played the audio of, of Freddie Freeman just weeping about being back in Atlanta. It made, made us go, hey, we get it, you love being in Atlanta, but you didn't have to leave. Then we find out this week he fired his agent and basically said that he was never told by his agent, Casey Close, 
that Atlanta had come back with another offer. Well, now we have a statement from Casey Close. I will not stand by as the circumstances surrounding Freddie Freeman's departure from Atlanta are mischaracterized. Since March, the Braves have fostered a narrative about the negotiations which, stated plainly, is false. Part of that false narrative is the suggestion that I did not communicate a contract offer to the Freemans. To be clear, we communicated every offer that was made, as well as every communication Excel had with the Braves organization throughout the entire process. I have a 30-year reputation in this business for integrity and honesty, and I have always operated with the utmost character. At XL, we are privileged to represent many exemplary athletes, some of whom have chosen to spend their entire careers with one franchise. We always put the players' goals and best interests first and will always continue to do so. I'll tell you this. It's a, strong, it's a good statement. It, it may be total nonsense or maybe 100% true. It's well put together. But someone's lying. And Freeman fired close, so is that that's enough of a reason to believe that Freddie disagrees. Or, yes, but, I mean, in theory, it could be people within the Atlanta organization that are lying. But that are like, Freddie we don't know chose why you br- left. We, psh, you didn't get that last offer? Oh, bro, what? Uh, who knows? Well, he chose to believe the Braves over his agent. So right. Freddie didn't believe close, unless there's some other reason why he fired him. But circumstances would tell you that he felt like he was lied to and believed the Braves rather than close and fired him. So we're never going to find – we're never going to get resolution. He denies it. The Braves and I guess Freddie Freeman disagree. And now close is out of a job because of it. And he lost a client, I should say. But I yeah, wish well, baseball but, but would investigate it. But a huge reputational hit, too, considering, Don, I never heard of Casey Close before this week. No, I heard. He's a big time. I've heard of him. He's up there? Yes. Yes. I think, I believe it was Derek Jeter's agent. He's he Yeah, I've definitely heard the name. He's he's not Scott Boris, but he's close. Boris or Jace-esque? Yeah, he's he's a big time. You know, Drew Rosenhaus, he's in that category. Oh, wow, like he's in the highest echelon. Well, know. either way, but whether whether you're unfamiliar with him or you know everything about him, it's still reputationally, it's a huge news story. Well, it's so, it, so, but here's the dangerous thing for Close, is that if Freddie, if he lost Freddie to the point where Freddie fired him, now, firing your agent after you already signed a six-year contract, I mean, what's the big deal? You're not negotiating for him other than ancillary stuff. It's like, you know, for the next six years, his contract's already done with the Dodgers. But if Freeman starts to talk to his buddies, listen, don't trust this guy. I mean, it's not good to have a client upset to the point where you got fired. So he's got a lot of damage control to do, more so than I think the Braves do. Last thing, uh, WWE has officially signed media influencer, to put it mildly, and boxer Logan Paul okay. to a multi-event deal. Uh into 2023. Wow. Yep, he will be at multiple premium live events. He'll make TV appearances. I got to tell you, he's been fantastic. Say what you want about the Pauls. Logan has won me over for his wrestling performances. He'll, in all likelihood, have a match with The Miz at SummerSlam. Also, WWE um, signed Valerie Lareda, the first Cuban-American woman in WWE. She had a great decorated career as a mixed martial artist in UFC and Bellator, and now she will join WWE. And that will do it for ENN. 
On this Thursday, it's brought to you by Sloman's. Call 1-800-ALARM-ME to receive a free doorbell cam with the installation of your Sloman Shield. Love Keep it. your family safe. Call 1-800-ALARM-ME. I loved what you did. Thank you very much. Um, and, Don, now we we had the opportunity earlier to clear the phones because the phones have been completely jammed for three and a half hours. We were able to clear them for ENN, so now's your opportunity to get back in. Angry Nets fans. Hello? Believe Nets fans. Who's Skeptical this? Knicks fans. Sure. Uh-huh. People preparing for the beach bash. Is that right? Right. Jews, Gentiles, women of all ages. You get the idea. 1-800-919-3776. Peter and Don on a Thursday on 98.7 ESPN. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Hear more of Michael, Don, and Peter live weekday afternoon starting at 3 on 98.7 ESPN in New York. The ESPN app, the TuneIn app, or on your smart speaker. Hey, Alexa, play 98.7 ESPN.